You are listening to the Circular Podcast. For 20 minutes, one expert from the Circular community shares a focus about regenerative economy and how to make it real in your company and industry. We are Circular, a strategic consulting agency and circular design studio powered by an international community of experts covering the five continents. To design for regeneration, you can already download our tools in Creative Commons on circular.com. Uh, so hello everyone. Today I'm with uh, Federico Magalini, so, who is a Circulab certified consultant in London. Federico, thanks a lot for being here. Uh, I am uh, very glad to be with you. And uh, and before explaining uh, and going deeply into our subject, could you please introduce yourself and uh, and your uh, activity? Yes, thank you. Thank you very much, Justine, for the opportunity. So my name is Federico Magalini. I'm the managing director of a UK branch of Sophis. Sophis is a consulting company, a group uh, headquartered in Geneva. We have also branches in other countries, uh, in uh, India and in, uh, in, in UK as well. And uh, we have been uh, active over the last uh, 10 years uh, in different areas and uh, management of electronic waste is uh, one of them. It's uh, a little bit my core business <laughs> since uh, my master thesis almost 20 years ago and I'm more than happy to uh, spend some time with you today discussing about this uh, topic. Thanks a lot. So indeed we are going to speak about uh, electronic waste. So could you uh, give us a bit more um, of the context about battery waste and why to highlight uh, this topic while speaking about circular economy? Okay, yes. Um, electronic products are part of our daily life as uh, European citizens, uh, but is uh, more and more uh, becoming part of daily life also of a uh, growing number of people in developing countries. And of course, uh, we use those products to uh, keep our houses clean, uh, fresh, uh, uh, wash our dishes, uh, clothes. Uh, we use to learn, uh, we use to, uh, in medicine, uh, and more and more there are advanced uh, applications, and more and more um, electronics are becoming part of uh, buildings, cars, uh, clothes. Uh, they are really becoming part of uh, who we are. But like uh, almost everything, they are not lasting forever. And sooner or later, they are becoming waste. We discard them and they are becoming so-called electronic waste, uh, we in, um, in Europe. And um, of course, it's uh, not uh, one of the biggest uh, stream of waste we generate uh, across Europe. On average, we are about uh, 15 to 25 kilo per inhabitant per year of uh, waste generated. So when we talk about packaging, food waste, uh, other type of waste, definitely we generate more. But still, they are a very uh, unique um, type of waste. And um, I can tell you a little bit more about that. Um, we use a lot of uh, metals uh, and uh, in particular uh, key uh, metals uh, of the periodic table for uh, producing those products. Sometimes there are fancy metals like uh, indium, ruthenium, rare earth, uh, platinum group metals that are uh, enabling functionality. So the metals of the periodic table is the element that uh, allow engineers to invent new functionalities. And this is something sometimes we 
forget or we don't know. And that's why it's so important that we keep those metals uh, in the loop. Uh, uh, we do not uh, dissipate. We are not losing those metals uh, when they are. Uh, um, the, we discard the products because those metals are scarce. Are not. Uh, we don't have uh, such an abundance of metals on the on the on 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 earth. And uh, and part of these specific metals, what are the main uh, social and environmental issues uh, linked to the electronic industry? Let's say. Um, I mean, we uh, the European Commission since uh, more than a decade uh, identified some of those elements, uh, so-called uh, critical raw materials, uh, and it was called before. Uh, um, critical raw material initiative now it's a european innovation partnership uh, because they uh, realize that uh, those metals are fundamental uh, in our economy in european economy and we need to pr let's say protect somehow the supply of those of those elements this is also one of the reasons why electronic product is uh, um, is one of the five uh, way streams uh, clearly mentioned in the circular economy package because of course it's part of our way of living and of course uh, we have a lot uh, of metals that are using green technology we talk about renewable energy in pv panels uh, in uh, in the future of energy efficiency motors and so on and as i said earlier Uh, sometimes we don't use uh, a lot of these critical methods in the product. Sometimes it's part per million, it's, it's very few uh, grams, uh, but those very few grams are really important. And the interesting part uh, is that of the story is that those metals uh, are sometimes uh, um, scarce uh, and uh, uh, less concentrated uh, in mines and in the crust of the earth uh, than they are in electronic products. Uh, and this is why sometimes we refer to e-waste management like urban mining, because it's much easier and much more effective uh, to get the metals back uh, from the electronic products where the metals is already concentrated or more concentrated than going back and trying to trying to mine. And at a social point of view? It's uh, from a social point of view, again, uh, um, it's a matter of uh, enabling users to have access to, to products because uh, when resources are scarce, is, uh, are scarce and when uh, there is uh, a lack uh, in the supply of those, of those elements, uh, prices of products are going up. And, um, of course, there is the environmental dimension of uh, ensuring proper recycling of those products because uh, if it's improperly done we might have uh, emissions uh, uh, let's say effects on human health uh, so definitely we need to ensure a proper collection and recycling and this is where i think uh, the interesting part uh, of the of the circular economy is is really again uh, kicking in because uh, uh, right now we see a lot of uh, tension and a lot of interest in companies in becoming more circular, implementing new business model. And some of those business models are uh, developing a new, let's say, uh, sales paradigm. Instead of selling a product, companies trying to sell a service. So retaining the ownership of the product, uh, having the chance to control the product over the entire life cycle, uh, foster the recovery of the products uh, and the refurbishment of certain components. Uh, and sometimes uh, this could be also um, a good opportunity to um, avoid the dissipation of some critical elements because they are concentrating some components. Uh, we can collect the product, uh, 
get our hands on the components that is containing the critical metals and then trying to refurbish the components rather than going back to uh, shredding the products and trying to recover the individual materials uh, in the in the in the in the shredded uh, in the shredded products so uh, that's for me uh, interesting opportunities that we see we see ahead okay so uh, coming back on what you said about uh, with designing business models what are for you the best alternatives or solutions um, that exist or should exist in order to activate a circular economy uh, for e-waste and in the electronic industry? Well, at the moment, uh, we have, uh, as I said earlier, a generation of uh, electronic waste, which is uh, varying from country to country, but let's say, let's say on average 20 kilograms per inhabitant. That's some, some of the, the, the numbers that we, we, we produced doing some studies, some country studies years ago. And um, one of the interesting uh, dynamics that we have seen, for instance, in Italy back in 2012, but also in, 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 in Romania, for instance, a couple of years later, a lot of consumers are keeping their products at home, uh, even if the electronic product is not longer working or it's or, or they no longer use it uh, and this is a called hibernation effect uh, and in Italy in 2012 we found out that out of 220 kilograms per inhabitant of electronic appliances in stock uh, um, I- Italian citizens kept uh, almost 20 kilograms stored uh, as a of products that were uh, no longer used or even broken, then they were not uh, disposing, discarding them. And 20 kilograms per inhabitant per annum at that point in time was five times uh, what the recycling industry was uh, was keep, was able to collect and recycle. So it was a massive, let's say, even business opportunity or a missed opportunity for, for recycling industry. The moment we keep uh, our products at home is also the moment we prevent resources to go back uh, into the into the production into the into the local economy and that's why uh, for me uh, developing new business model where uh, the ownership of the product is not uh, with the consumer but is staying with the company is also somehow helping to prevent such an effect uh, of course we need to work much more on the on the awareness of of people and we are all i think to blame because i guess everyone can check in his home house and he will definitely find at least uh, five electronic product that he's uh, owning and is probably no longer using and maybe he hasn't used for two or three years. Uh, and as I said earlier, um, we are keeping those natural resources in our houses instead of uh, making those resources available for production of new products for someone else. Okay, so the first step for a company uh in the uh that that wants to apply uh, circular principles would be to map these resources what would be the first step for a company i think uh, um for a company in the electronic sector there are different opportunities there are companies that might be more keen to develop uh, so called paper use or leasing models that's something we have seen um, happening in the in the industrial sector already since uh, again decades if we think for instance about uh, professional printing um, but this is of course getting more and more grip all, even on, on consumer on consumer products this is this is one option but there are also uh, very good opportunities in trying to uh, design a supply chain where uh, the recovery of products can be fostered to ensure more recycled content can be introduced in, in, in the products so I think uh, um, first of all companies need to understand uh, 
where their um, strategy or the priorities are is whether it is uh, to develop a new business model based on leasing whether it is uh, uh, trying to increase the recycled content uh, of their products uh, whether it is uh, um, let's say enabling uh, a refurbishment of certain components and then pushing for uh, a modular uh, design or, 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 or design products uh, that can accommodate uh, uh, use of refurbished components so standard platforms that can enable easy upgradeability of products and so on. So there are few options, I mean, more than few options. And first of all, companies need to decide uh, what they want to do on the basis of their product portfolio, uh, on the basis of their strategy, on the basis of, on the basis of their, their market. And then once, once they've done this, uh, they can definitely uh, be creative and uh, implement uh, alternative, uh, alternative options. And we have seen this, this happening is, is starting to, to happen. There's also more, uh, uh, let's say, willingness now from consumers even to buy a refurbished product uh, in, the, in the consumer segment. And uh, maybe to, to finish about that, uh, do you have any data or key information about the um the change in uh consumer behaviors regarding um, electronic waste or yes, electronic devices sorry yeah i mean i was uh, quite surprised uh, a couple of years ago uh, while working with some major uh, let's say manufacturers of uh, domestic appliances in europe uh, uh, they were sharing a consumer survey they did in major european countries to test the willingness of uh, consumers to buy a refurbished product, uh, provided this was, uh, let's say, certified by the original uh, equipment manufacturer. And in almost all the countries, uh, and there were the big, uh, big European, Western European countries, more than 50% of the, of, the, of the consumer replied yes. And I was uh, honestly pretty, pretty much surprised. I wasn't expecting such a high share of uh, European, Western European citizens willing to buy um, refurbished products. Uh, Uh, especially, you know, in the electronic sector, where nowadays the cost of products uh, went down a lot over the last 10 years um, because of uh, in product innovation, reduction of uh, production costs and so on. But still, there is a segment of consumer that is willing to buy, uh, let's say, a refurbished product instead of uh, uh, brand new ones. And that was quite, uh, quite surprising. And on the other hand, uh, We have also more and more uh, producers that are producing products using recycled material, plastics in um, in in particular, and also quite uh, quite a good uh, quite a good uh, let's say effect uh, of maybe all this attention generated by circular economy, let's say uh, tam tam. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. So we we easily understand it's not only about convincing the consumers but it's also about just starting to act and to offer some solutions as you as you mentioned before yes absolutely i think uh, uh, companies i've seen companies in the electronic sector uh, quite uh, willing to act, uh, to innovate uh, to come up with uh, a new alternative new products uh, but we cannot uh, uh, forget that uh, first of all we need to ensure there is demand of the of the european consumer so it's uh, it's uh, up to us at the end as consumer as citizen to be responsible to be uh, more conscious when we buy a product or when we consider to uh, let's say uh, buy a service so i think uh, we as consumer collectively we have uh, quite a say so um, that's why i'm i'm so keen to try to 
push and raise the awareness of uh, of, of consumers because uh, companies alone uh, cannot, uh, let's say, change uh, the, the, the world, they cannot solve the problem. We really need to have uh, an active role of consumers. Uh. Indeed. Yeah, we need a role from uh, legal, the legal side and institutions, companies and consumers. Yes. Good. Uh, thanks a lot, Federico. Thank you, Justine. And uh, see you soon. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. To take action in the regenerative economy, visit our website to find our books, services and trainings on circulab.com.